Mexico. But our top story today deals with Slink IO and the CEO that is being indicted by a federal grand jury for defrauding his own company with about $25 million of his own cash. Our own Clarissa Haas is here to join us and talk about it. Clarissa, thanks for joining us today. Sure. Thanks for having me on today. So, Clarissa, I don't think that it's any surprise that Slink's former CEO, Chris Kirchner, was actually indicted. But what was surprising to me reading the story was the sheer volume of cash that he is talking about having now misappropriated. Can you talk to us a little bit about the charges that were dropped and now what the um, allegations are? Sure. Well, he was indicted on five counts of wire fraud and eight counts of money laundering after... and. Uh, federal investigators allege that soon after um, Kirchner, on behalf of Slink IO, um, received um, nearly seventy mil- million dollars total in Series A and Series B funding, that um, they allege that he started move, you know, moving money that was in the Slink IO accounts into um, other accounts that he only had access to. And that shortly after that money was transferred, um, that he had purchased a um, private jet, uh, you know, a $16 million plane and, and, and as well as other significant purchases is what they claim in the indictment. But it's, and, you know, this is comes after months of employees, you know, like in, we started hearing from employees in end of April, May, June that were saying that they hadn't been paid in months or or they or it would be late um they would get late payments or and so you know as they were seeing him jet around the world for to play in these golf classics or sponsoring you know these um exclusive tournaments and trying to buy a soccer team in England you know that um he wasn't focused on kind of the job at home um which was paying his employees and 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 investing in the company. And Clarissa, when looking at these indictment charges, uh, do they have any ways of not sticking? Does he have any reasonable defense that he could pretty much line up, or is this looking like a sure shot here? Well, nothing is is a sure thing. Uh, He has an arraignment um, next week um, before a federal judge in in Texas and Fort Worth. And and so definitely, you know, there's legal teams on both sides. The DOJ, you know, has, um, you know, has invested a lot of resources in this case as well. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's going to be a case of being able to follow the money in this case. And, you know, in this case, um, the money that they raised in the series, Slink raised was part of the Silicon Valley Bank, you know, was invested there. And then as well as having business accounts at the, which is defunct now, um, that he also then moved it to personal accounts of his own, you know, Bank of America and some other accounts that he had. But, you know, the new um, leadership at Slinks, you know, is saying that they want to move past, you know, this and they are cooperating with um, with investigators, you know, that you know, that they have a new, they, and they received uh, another $24 million cash infusion to, to invest in their product and their supply chain visibility platform. And so they're trying to move past this and, and everything, but still there's going to be a lot of a long road ahead um, in this case, you know, it's, it's 
unclear how long it, it could take for, um, you know, going forward. So Clarissa, obviously one of the problems that goes on here is Slink has to move out from underneath that shadow of his leadership, right? We saw the same thing happen with Nicola now, where you hear the name Nicola and you automatically think Trevor Milton and what he did, even though he has now been ousted from the company for well over a year. And with this, obviously it looks like it's you're maybe seeing a little bit of that glimmer of hope on the horizon with them receiving now this next cash influx. But will Slink itself have to pay any penalties or will they have to potentially testify against their former CEO if this ends up going to trial? It's unclear at this point. When I talked to Greg Kiefer, who is their chief marketing officer, you know, he said that they are cooperating, that they feel like they're victims of this Mm -hmm. alleged uh, crime as well. So that they are, you know, that they are cooperating and providing any documentation that they have. And, and, you know, that they, you know, they want to, um, you know, build their customer base and, and prove that they, you know, are still in it, you know, and, and, and move past, you know, what um, Mr. Kirchner had allegedly had done. So it's, it's going to be an interesting case to follow for sure. And Clarissa, when we're looking at the backing behind it, we're seeing names like Goldman Sachs. Um, We're also seeing um, Bloomberg Capital. So there are a lot of big names behind this company. Does this really kind of prop it up a little bit longer? And if so, what do you think the potential runway is or how long, how much patience do you think um, shareholders will have in this company potentially before really they are expecting a little bit more results or a little bit more momentum going on right now? I think, um, yeah, definitely Goldman Sachs, you know, and, you know, that was behind the $60 million Series B um, funding, you know, in February of 2021 that, yeah, they, and they were part of, uh, you know, that helped pay the employees once, um, you know, the, the, the company didn't have the funds to pay its employees. And after Mr. Kirchner was fired um, as CEO and chairman of Slink that, you know, they paid, they invested in the payroll of the employees plus this new cash. So obviously there's, you know, this with this $24 million um, investment that they believe in the product and believe that it could change the game in the supply chain um, visibility space. But it's, yeah, it's still, you know, they they have uh, John Urban, who is a industry veteran behind, behind it that's steering the ship and feel like they, you know, have the, what it takes to, to move forward. So, Clarissa, one of the other aspects of this case was the fact that there were employees who had come forward to Kirchner saying, hey, what you're doing is wrong, or tried to bring forth what he was doing to the company and bring some awareness to it. They ended up being fired, and we saw a lot of these employees now coming out and saying, you know what, we were retaliated against. Do you think that they have any case to maybe sue the company itself for wrongful termination? Is there any indication on company or on the employees doing that to the company? Or is Slink willing to support those employees who were wrongfully lost? I, I know of that there's been a few cases filed fired or um filed by former um Slink executives that brought um you know concerns about the the you know, the fact that they weren't able to make payroll and that they were questioning the, um, you know, quarterly reports that were being sent to investors and and the number of customers that, 
Kirchner alleged that they had versus the actual number. And, and so once those, any questions about money or customer and, and things like that were, you know, they were let go. And so there's been some cases that have been filed there. And then there were people behind the scenes that were, you know, that I spoke to that, you know, before even the DOJ, you know, had that in their report that they were saying, yeah, we were like, people were locked out of their accounts um, just you know, after after he was suspended, after Mr. Kirchner was suspended, that that he lo- allegedly locked them all out of their accounts and started trying to delete some of um, like eighteen gigabytes of data, um, you know, from Slink computers. So, Clarissa, so it's to, an sorry, go ahead. multi-front um, case, I think. And then going forward, what does the timeline look like for the next steps? Are we talking now about? appearing before the jury and starting a trial or what does that look like? There's still a lot of pre-trial. This is, he's still going to be arraigned, um, you know, next week. And so that's the initial step before a judge. And and then it'll be, you know, if, if a plea is reached or if he wants to take it to trial, yeah, there'll be, it'll be several months before we really know, um, you know, what, what's going to happen. There could be, you know, motions to, for more time, you know, as for, as far as gathering information, um, cause this is kind of the initial, they, you know, the jur- grand jury found enough evidence to indict him, but there's still a lot of, um, information gathering that has to happen. And we'll be keeping up with you for all of that going forward. Thank you for joining us, Clarissa, and have a great rest of your day. Thank you for having me. All right, we're going to toss things over to the wall. We've got our first carrier update. Anthony Smith is joining Tony Mulvey for today.